Did you hear what said said? Did you hear what said said? Smith, how you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. Awesome, it's good to have you on. Thank you for inviting me. No, this thank is you. Fun. Yeah, thank I'm trying to keep it together. <laughs> you look good keeping it together, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it's great. Um, so we met yes, literally yesterday, right at, at the barber shop. We did. I think if you've seen us too, and you're like, "Where'd y'all meet?" and we said the barber shop, you probably wouldn't believe us. <laughs> probably not. But you're, you're the second connection I've made to that barber shop. So really. Yes. I'll be the best connection. You I, I think so. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so Ava, you have a podcast called I, uh, Dirty Secrets of Massage, correct? That is correct. Cool. And uh, what, what's that about? So, I had stories, lots and lots of stories of massage that I've collected over the years, and I didn't really have anywhere to put those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, every now and then I would tell my friends, you're not going to believe what happened or this and this happened or, or you won't believe who came in and what the call I got or anything like that. But that's just, there, I can, I didn't share everything. Mm-hmm. Like how I got started, that is on there. Um, okay. Like the down and dirty of the truth of massage, what happens in the session that's appropriate, inappropriate. And it's just a, a tell-all of the experience I have uh, in massage, outside of massage, and dealing with the public, at, which is a predominantly male dominant. This is a male dominant field when it comes to clientele, for the most part. Mm-hmm. How long have you been doing it for? So I've been licensed since 2018, mm-hmm. but I had some underground, <laughs> <laughs> some underground fun before that happened, nice. and so uh-huh. that's how I really got started. I had a friend. Um, I'm prior military, she's prior military, and she got into a uh, massage, and I figured, well, I knew the final exam, the, the licensing exam was ex- extremely difficult, and I thought, well, you know, she's got experience in anatomy, you know, maybe, you know, but I, at the time, I'd already had EMT certifications, and so I thought, well, let me dive in and try it out it's only two semesters at the college and i'm like i can do it and so i did mm-hmm. and so i've been in the field since probably about 2015 and i've been licensed since 2018. 2018. nice and so what got you like so what made you want to so you said you were in uh the navy right, right. and you did how, how many years were you in the navy for? i did technically 14 years 11 months and 28 days and so i had <laughs> a lot of uh, ex- a lot of exposure is a predominantly male field there too, and some of that, uh, some of those experiences come into the podcast as well of mm-hmm. like how I screen people, how I can tell what other people's intentions are, based on how they talk, demographics, and all of that comes into play. Mm-hmm. And you grew up in a military family too, huh? I did. I have four brothers and a sister, and we all joined except for my sister, and we have a combined total of thirty years served. Wow. What uh, branch are they in Navy too? Or I had uh, let's see two two Army brothers, a Marine, a Navy brother, and then myself. Two Army brothers, a Navy and a Marine. A, one more Navy and a Marine. Wow, and so, your what was your dad? Uh, well, he was a, da- a draft dodger, but uh, my dad's father was a CB in the Navy, and then my mother's mother was um, a nurse in World War II, from what I understand. Wow. So we have a long history. Well, thank y'all for y'all service. Thanks. Seriously, it all the way down pleasure, the line. It was my pleasure most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, so, okay, so let's see. Um, you started back in 2018, well, 2015, 2018 right. when you got licensed. Right. 2015, you started doing the schooling and stuff like that. What led you to wanting to like, hey, this is something that I'm kind of, because you said yesterday that you you have a list that, right. that you're uh you're knocking out right? right in life so that list consists of that uh, list consisted of i wanted to do a podcast mm-hmm. i wanted to go to a swing club mm-hmm. and what else is on that list i wanted to try like a vegetarian diet mm-hmm. which i did for three months and then and i changed i'm back on it now so for some reason i don't know what like why thanksgiving kind of brings that around but i started a uh vegetarian diet just because I wanted to have perfect numbers when I go to the doctor and I don't want to be 
like having health problems later on. Not that I do, but you know, I just want to keep everything square. I'm not your age anymore where <laughs> I can have breakfast, then go do my blood work. Yeah. Those days are those days are over. So I wanted to let's see what else was on that list. There was there was a few things, but starting a podcast and going your to hair. This, Oh yeah, and I cut my hair. Cut I did. Hair. That was yeah. two years ago, almost two years ago. So this list start I just I think I did the list in August and I just kinda tucked it away somewhere and then I'm like, no, I need to get down and start looking at this. Yeah. And so the podcast was the most difficult because I didn't know how to do it. And so I listened to a lot of podcasts on escorting because that's like kind of wrapped into this as well. Um, if you look at like the history of Backpage or a lot of escorting, there's a lot of massage ads and things like that on there. And so all of that is kind of tied in that way. So you called it, your podcast is called Dirty Massage or Dirty, Dirty Secrets, Secrets of, of massage. massage. So what sparked the idea of wanting to do that? Like what, what? Well, I was like, why not just tell everybody what really goes on? Like, let's not, let's stop dancing around the truth and talk about what really goes on behind closed doors, whether or not it's with me or with somebody else or all the stuff that nobody really talks about. It happens all the time. Either that or people are lying. Mm -hmm. I I don't think that that like most guys don't get hit on on the when they're on the when they're in the session, doing the session, they don't, they, they might, but not nearly as much as women. And I think it's just something that's not talked about either that, or I get hit on more than the average person. <laughs> I don't know, but like, it's a very awkward and it's like, I think this guy's hitting on me. What, you know, or whatever. Okay. And then I put it on my podcast. So mm -hmm. whenever somebody does something shady, whether it's my neighbors or a client or mm -hmm. anything weird happens, that's, I put it on the podcast. So there's old stories on there and there's new ones and I will definitely have some new ones coming up, but yeah, you have seventy episodes out or something, something like that, like right? That, something yeah. like that. And there's women stories too, yeah. like women that are cheating on their husbands, and they get on that table and they tell me about it, and then they text me two days later saying they can't make their next session because their cash flow ran out because they're broken up with their husband because they found out she was cheating. Wow. And does it happen like often and with your experience like does it happen often that like you come across like people who are cheating or uh like because you said you know some of these men you know while you're giving them a massage they are like just like opening up to you and they're telling you all these things and i mean is it common or is it just like it just i mean is that well a common i think thing? it depends on where you work too so if you're independent those are the ones they want to kind of corner and single out to get their little play fun, right? So, Independent as in like if you're a masseuse who either you come into their house or they do home visits? Independent or... means you don't work for anybody else. Uh, yeah. So it's like there's independent escorts, there's independent massage, there's independent prostitutes out there mm -hmm. that don't, they're not under somebody. So if they find, sometimes they find you online somewhere and they'll straight up ask, are you independent? Yes or no? If you say no, that means you're in a building with other people. They don't want that because they can't do their shady stuff when there's other people close by. So when someone, when you catch drift of like somebody trying to be shady or something like that, what's your natural response? Well, dep depends on how they come <laughs> across because uh, usually like I'll put up with it for a second or depends. If I had a couple of drinks or a couple of gummies, I might play along mm -hmm. for a, for like 10 or 15 minutes or so. And then I'm like, getting fucked buddy you know or whatever so most of the time i engage because i'm trying to bring that because i'm going to put it on my podcast mm, now okay. so they're in there i engage them and then try to kind of pull some information out of them and then maybe blow them off or ghost them or something and then i put it on my on my podcast for everybody else to laugh at because these are real these are real text messages or phone calls that i get and it's like they don't care about your license. They don't care about your qualifications. All they want is somebody that's halfway decent looking to rub them down and finish the job. And then they don't care. Matter of fact, most guys, I think they will, if they could get their way, they would come in and get what they wanted, which was a yeah, finish right, and then right, leave. Right. And they'll pay you $200. That's crazy. And leave. They don't care. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Why do you think men or you said women do that too, right? I think, uh, well, men, I, 
there's there's something like there's kind of like a one or two different kind of scenarios like the what i've ran into a sex addict before mm. here locally um that's on my podcast as well nice looking guy seems like he's got it together things went bad when he was younger now he's a, he's a sex addict mm -hmm. right well so that kind of guy has to kind of go to different places or different people to get something different like they're they're not satisfied with the same thing like like someone made a comment to me before said hey i could have steak every night for dinner but at some point i'm gonna want mcdonald's that's crazy so like they don't care and yeah. i'll ask straight up oh where do you go oh i go to a asian place okay well what are you getting over there oh i get whatever i want it's a high volume when somebody says they go to an asian place that's high volume and they tell me they get whatever they want obviously we know that girl's getting trafficked oh man so you know what i mean yeah. like these you know if you're telling me that you've dropped 60 on a session and you go in there you get whatever you want and you know they want so, so that particular person is tight on the money because he has a wife that is keeping track of his funds and things like that mm -hmm. so he can't just pull 200 out of the bank because she's going to check it because he's he's on probation with her for <laughs> for having a problem yeah so if they're on probation you know with their wives or whatever then yeah but some it's just this this field is so vast and crazy that it's hard to just touch on on everything all at once but the underground of prostitution the face of it is massage and then what really goes on is what happens after they make their appointment usually if they found them on you know like a smut site like uh, back page but back page is gone so now it's bed page so it's all over the place but most of those ads are are pimps mm -hmm. or cops mm -hmm. so does it ever concern you that maybe it is a cop whenever you're texting them like no because no? i pretend i pretend that it's the licensing department that's texting me okay so if i pretend that you're ah. the government i'm not going to say anything i shouldn't right? right so this guy could tell me he's a millionaire from out of town you know whatever and i'm like that's nice you know and sometimes i'll try to pressure you outside of working hours that's nice anybody that's a male i don't <laughs> i don't make appointments after dark unless you've been here before like if i know you you can come after dark if you've been here a couple times like a regular a regular you haven't given me any problems i don't care right but if you're a newbie and you're like trying to get christmas eve there's guys out there they want christmas eve because their <laughs> wife is at home you know threatened throwing stuff everywhere you know the families in town the drama's high they come in they they'll call on christmas eve or new year's eve or valentine's day all of those you know because mm -hmm. they don't want to they don't want to do it yeah that's insane i think it's sad honestly. it is sad yeah i think it's sad on both parts for men and women yeah it, it's it. sad that that men are looking for female attention outside of their home while their whole family's in from out of town there's men out there that are like let me see if i can go get me a little massage seems like a self-discipline like issue or something like it's like i don't know i would hurt because you just uh yeah that, that's i don't know that seems a little a little i mean obviously it's wrong but it's like do you notice a common theme like i think it's porn the theme is porn, I, I think, because once the massage girl got on the porn, right, and then well, I've had guy friends to say, oh, check this out, you know, and I'm like, this is way before I was into massage. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, the porn is free these days? Like, oh, I didn't even know. I was kind of behind the times. But somebody sent me a video, and it was a porn video that included massage. And that's kind of like what they're looking for. They're, they want to get on the table, get seduced you know, get a little something in the face while they're getting, I mean, who, what guy doesn't like that? You know, I mean, come on. And probably me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'm probably the outlier. I know you like talk about that, but seriously, I'm probably the outlier. I'm like the person who I never like strip clubs. I don't like glitter for one. <laughs> so that's probably why like, that's like a no, no, I don't like glitter, but like, I don't like strip clubs. I don't like, uh, like that type of thing it's just weird like even like porn i feel like it's like a so I, I am single but how i see it 
when I hear or think of people who are in relationships who watch porn, it's like you may as well, it's a type of fornication, right? It doesn't even matter about sin or religion or nothing. Let's just talk about what you're doing when you're dating somebody. Right. When you date someone, you're committing to them sexually, uh, intimately, um, and ev- providing for both of your needs in, in every way, emotionally, all kinds of ways, right? And I feel like what you're doing is it's like a slap in the face to that person if you're hiding from it by je- like you know by you know masturbating or something like that. And then I also think because you're deprived, you're you're one. It's a selfish thing that you're doing to yourself that you're not giving to your partner, right? Right. And I think that's like a disrespecting. And then even if they if they like uh, they uh, approve of it and they know you're doing it, oh well, yeah, he does it. It's still rude because it's just like well, you may as well go have sex with someone else. Like instead of staring at a phone and doing at it, you should go just. Go be with someone else, like, or go have sex with someone else. It just makes it. It just seems it makes more sense to me. Versus, it's the same thing. There's no difference to me in my eyes, and it's just like, well, I think that's a. I think it is free. It is free now. It's all obviously you can pull it up on your phone. It's on the internet like that. But I think back then, what was it like magazines that you could you had to go to the store and you had to buy a magazine or and get it was it. like in the bag. Yeah, with yeah, the paper yeah, cover yeah. Over it. Yeah. So and it was hard. It's, it was like less accessible. Which back then relationships, I don't know if they were great or not, but like. It seems like relationships and everything nowadays is starting to become less and less and less. Like, like women are quick to leave men. Men are quick to leave women. There's no loyalty. It's like, well, I'm going to give you the same energy that you give me. And there's no, like, forgiveness. There's just, it's just like, dude, where's, where's all this going? You know, and then you hear about, like, these, like, like what you're talking about, like these men are con- like, I mean, it's Christmas, dude. It's like, yeah, family in town and you're trying to get a quick getaway to have this, uh, this, this almost a spirit like thing in you, like trying to, it needs its feed. It needs its fix. And it's right. like, it's like, what's going on here? And you know, porn <laughs> is so unrealistic. It is. And it's like, yeah. even if you look, look at amateur porn, it's like, oh, okay, well, there's no like, <laughs> filter and the girl isn't airbrushed and it's like you get to a point where it's like well your girl's not airbrushed either and you want them to do certain things that you saw on porn and because it's affecting the males right and so the term i've heard is porn sick dick i haven't heard that it's where your dick is sick from watching too much porn or theirs or whoever's it Mm -hmm. is and then they can't perform in the bedroom because they're so used to unrealistic and you know yeah. spanking it out to jenna whoever yeah. instead of who you're with so it's completely unrealistic so then in return they kind of lose interest in their person and it then takes they start more having and more problems right it takes it's, more and more for them to get it going it's a big problem I, I think it is more than ever like pornography is just like dude put it down like i think even it goes to like to the extent of like for me because we were just talking about before we started we were talking about uh like what is cheating Right. right. What is cheating? Like to me, cheating is is like if I've always told the girl I'm with, I've always told her like, hey, look, I don't like girls' pictures on Instagram. I don't like girls' pictures on like Facebook. Whenever I'm with you, I, I strictly want you to know because if you've seen my phone, uh, and I'm not expecting you to go through my phone, but if you had seen me like like just looking over it and I like a girl's photo. I don't want you to have any insecurity in yourself by me thinking that, you know, I like this person's picture because what that does is it puts doubt in your mind of like, hmm, why did he, why does he have attention for someone else? Like, I thought I'm, you know, he tells me all these things, like whatever. It gets to that extent for me personally. It's like, if I feel like if you're giving attention and connection for someone else, then that's a form of cheating. You're already taking that step towards it. And I think if you're already taking that step toward, you already know what it is. Everyone knows what it is when you're doing. They know what they're doing. Like it's the it's the underlying code nowadays in our society for social media. When you like someone's post, Facebook post, or you like their story, or when you are sending a comment, it's like a flirtatious thing of like, like, hey, it, it, you know, it's remember, a setup. remember, it's a setup. Remember the poke on Facebook yeah. when it first started. Oh, I'm poking you. Well, I'm poking you. Remember, it's the same. Thing. Yeah, but all you have to do now is come from out of the woodwork and go find your ex or something and hit that like button and then they're going to be like, who the heck is Ava? Uh-huh. And then they might start looking Ava Smith on because I hit the like button somewhere and they're like, holy cow, this chick's got all this, you know, all this content on stuff that is predominantly has to do with massage and sex. And I, matter of fact, the married ones that try to play around 
and think that they're not going to get caught, mm -hmm. I wait. I wait. And I'll give it, I'll give an example because this is on my actual podcast. There was a guy down the street from me that used to walk his dog mm -hmm. right by my house. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Told me everything. Where his girl works, what kind of work she does, what he does, where he's from, everything. Uh -huh. Well, one day I was coming home and I saw him out with his dog. I was, you know, didn't have time to stop and say hi for a while, you know, so I stopped that particular day. And he's like, oh, what are you up to? You working, this and that, you know, da, 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 da. And I said, no, I'm off. My dog's not feeling, oh, yeah, yeah. And then one, out of nowhere, he says, yeah, I see a lot of cars at your house. Yeah. So what are you doing? And he makes the, you know, the, the spanking of the meat, you know, he's like, what are you doing down there? You know, and I go, you are completely out of line and you have no business saying that to me. And matter of fact, the last person was at my house was like a week ago and it was a female. It's, so it's planting seeds. Exactly. It's planting seeds. So I waited because mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm going to get this fucker mm -hmm. and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to burn him. Mm -hmm. And I said, Hey, I'm going to put you on my podcast. I'm just letting you know. And he's like, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't say names on your podcast. Though. I do not say names. You don't say but names. I, I say a lot of specifics. Descriptions. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. A couple months later, his little girl was, his girl was down there, you know, whatever. And she was talking to the person across the street and I engaged the girl because I knew that was his wife or girlfriend. And she was kind of, I, I, I was kind of starting it with her because I wanted her to know that her man is a dirty bird, right? Yeah. So she came back, she went home, she was in her Jeep, she flipped a Yui, came back and she started talking and had her window down and was going to get out of her car. And I'm like, don't come over here. I was like, is your, that's my husband. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, is his name this? Is it spelled like this? Do you work here at this location? And, and how do you know all this? And I'm like, go talk to your husband or whatever he is. And you go, and I'll let him tell you. Mm. That guy does not walk his dog down my block anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'd expect not to. <laughs> that's crazy. It's so boring. It's, it's so much more fun to walk by my house if I'm watering or mowing my yard in a sports skirt and a t-shirt, I guess, than walking down by an industrial area. You know, it's not entertaining. Yeah, it's like he's getting a kick out of that. Just like he's, it's like in his daily. Oh yeah, act. and he like would walk. He looks that, forward to it. Yeah, at like one o'clock in the that's afternoon. Weird. Creeper. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Uh, These creepers think that like, like I'm not new to the game. Uh -huh. So you know, there's guys at the grocery store I talk to. They're all pervs, but. They all listen to my podcast, and they don't try to pull any creepy stunts. Mm -hmm. They're just like, how do you know all this stuff? And I'm like, because guys just don't know what they're doing. It's the same old tune. Yeah, and yeah. I'm going to rat them out. And if <laughs> I had that guy's number, you know, I would I would send a text of, mm -hmm. a, of a photo of something provocative at a certain – there's a there's a science to ruining somebody's day mm -hmm. that wants to jump in my DMs. Mm -hmm. So if they're trying to jump in my DMs, I'm going to do something really like – sketch so what's the solution so on my on my show i try to um i try to like to i like talking about because like there's always problems going on in the world right right so most people i'll bring on i'll be like hey like you know we got these problems so we try to prevent or like uh to present a solution does there even seem like a solution for something like this like obviously it's nothing that we can personally maybe go well, do but what do you think obviously exposing it i think helps it because i think it brings some shame to it like, oh yeah. If they go listen to it or if someone is hearing it and listens to your podcast and they hear and they are a cheater or they're thinking about it or they watch porn or they do something wrong, I mean, I'd I'd hope that it gives them some shame and conviction of like, bro, stop doing that. And here's my problem. This is what I always told the girls <laughs> I was with. Every time I, I would talk to this uh I had one one ex. I told her I said, Don't she cause she asked me some crazy off the wall stuff. Oh, crazy off the wall stuff. It was something about like uh, she worked at a country club and one of the guys there used to drop a hundred dollar bill and and it and she could only use these two fingers to catch it. And if she caught it, it'd be she could keep it as, you know, her tip. Mm -hmm. Well, that particular guy wanted tell me how this story sounds. Wanted to take I'm her, tell you how it ends. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wanted to take her to <laughs> right. Wanted she this is what she told me. She said said uh, I forget his name, wants to take me to Dallas to go pick up a dog. And I was like, oh, is this what's his name that doesn't like his wife and is always complaining about his wife to you? <laughs> and she's like, uh, yeah, uh, him, that's him. And I was just like, yeah, 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 you can go. 
And she was like, really? And I was like, yeah, as long as you tell him that give me his wife number and I'm going to go to Austin for the weekend. Y'all go to Dallas and, you know, we're good and fine. We could do that. And she says, uh, she says, no, no, why? Like, and I was like, well, why are you saying no? We're just going to go to Austin. Like, what are you talking? Like, what are you thinking? What do you think is going to happen? And she's like, uh, well, no, never mind. And I was like, look, before you ever ask, which I would never do that. But before you ever ask me something, think or before you go do something, before you say something to someone, think about if I if you caught me saying that, if you watched me saying that to that person, if I was standing right there, would you say that to that person? And she was like, okay, I, I, like you know, I won't, I won't do that. You know, I'll think about it. And it's just like I think a lot of people should think like that. You know, before you say something to someone or a girl, before you look at someone, before you, I know looking is hard because it's just looking, right? It's just your eyes, you know, wandering, whatever. But like, there's a difference between glancing because it's just you're looking, you're a human, you look around and like staring and like gawing, you know? Yeah, exactly, right? So it's like, you know, think about the other person and how it's a respect thing. And honestly, you're quite basically saying that you don't respect that person. It's, it's like you're willing to, you just don't respect them. Well, and what are the strings? What are the strings? You want me to go to Dallas? Well, how much are you going to give me? <laughs> well, I don't know about her. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't... I'm not going to go to Dallas with you. And <laughs> I'm not going to get anything out of it. No, I don't girl... want to just ride out there no. with you. Like, I got better stuff to do. Like, nothing. No, this girl what... just wanted to pick up a dog. She was so oblivious. I was like, oh, well, my God. Well, I mean, you know, and then he's going to tell her, I want you to wear this. And I want you to wear that. Oh, we could share a room. Oh, they ran out of double beds there's only one that's how it starts and then yeah. and then she's gonna be like well it's okay he's a nice guy you know guys take an inch they, not even an inch they start real small well and she's then, and then she's they'll take the, a more and more and more and then before you know it you're already this guy was wait she's at the uh of the country club right so mm -hmm. they're out there golfing and stuff or whatever right and rich people too. rich people mm -hmm. so he already knows a general idea of how much she's making mm -hmm. and what her lifestyle is like yep. based on how she looks so her presentation she's got to keep her nails done she's got to keep her hair she's got to keep her face up all this other stuff because these guys aren't going to drop money to some foobar looking chick nope. she's got to look the part mm -hmm. and she's got to pretend and part of pretending is acting like a ding dong and but not really being a ding dong you know what i mean it's no different than being a bottle girl mm -hmm. you got to stick it out there to get that cash <laughs> and so She's probably wearing low-cut tops anyways, mini skirts, mm -hmm. golfing skirts, you mm -hmm. know, that kind of thing, jewelry. And the image that she has to keep up with is he's pretending that's his sugar baby. Mm -hmm. That's his pretend. He's just out there hooking it up with the guys, you know, and throw her a $100 bill. And if she catches it, she gets it. And, I mean, that's going to put gas, groceries, and food in her dog's bowl, where to him it's nothing. Exactly. And it's just how can how high can I make this girl jump? Jump, yeah. And they because get a kick out of it. And they, they know it. Out of it. They know the game. Right. Like, and it's not even the game, but it's like people play that game all the time. But the real you game is how it. do you get their money for the least amount of work? <laughs> right? Which, That's which is, the real game. Which is what you're on. That's the game I'm on. How do I get you? Well, yeah. wh wh why should I, why should I, uh, why should I send you pictures of me when you can pay for it? Or why should I, hmm. you know, there's always some guy that's always trying to get a freebie, right? Oh, can I get a, um, you know, well, no, the price is a price. I don't care if you tip or not. Are you getting a massage? Do you get, get on the table or not? I don't care, mm -hmm. you know? So what's the end game for what, well, what, what's the solution? What are you trying to do? What's the, I know besides like exposing like the, the massage therapy right. side of it, what's, is there like any other type of, backing behind why you you know you do it or well, i like to expose what i see so just so people are aware like this is really going on like this is really yeah is your husband doing it i don't know but i mean if you came to me and said oh, if my husband ever calls you please call me you know it, women don't want to know i think they don't want to know what's going on because hmm. It's easier to let the guy do whatever he wants because in exchange, he's feeding her the cash, right? So in a predominantly white male uh, hierarchy, I would say in our country, the women, especially white women, they got to kind of go along with everything and let, otherwise they're cut off the cash. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose your nice car. Uh, you're not going to get Starbucks every morning, lunch and dinner, you know, because who's going to pay for that, right? So they, I think a lot of them, you know, they get their boob jobs, they get their lipo and this and that. It's all fake. It's all fake. But the trafficking, 
if there's a way to, first of all, Bedpage could get shut down. Mm-hmm. That's where a lot of it's happening. I mean, and then there's there's certain streets in our town, and we all know that is predominantly uh, women of color that are actually activate actively outside street walking. Mm-hmm. And I mean, come on, like, do you think the cops don't know? Yeah, they know. And the only time they go over there is when a body pops up. And I think there's just so much people getting trafficked in like from southern states and probably from mexico mm-hmm. and other places like this is a huge hub for trafficking and i don't think there's really any way to contain it because it's just so out of control especially at truck stops mm-hmm. and th- it's so easy to just you know i went to my brother's a couple years ago out in the middle of nowhere and i'm like oh this looks like a good hub for trafficking mm-hmm. and there's a lot of there's a lot of truck drivers in and out in and out and this is in a rural town and it's like, how hard is it to bring somebody in, you know, to the West Coast from New York or from Louisiana or something like that? Some lonely girl, and it starts at home, and they're online, they're on social media, they're on Kick, they're on Snapchat, they're on TikTok, Facebook, I don't know, where Instagram. They're in all these apps and stuff are targeting the young women and the males too, but, you know, the girls, and they find their girls like in Vegas, mm. strung out trafficked and so I think the solution to that is you got to stay in your kids they got to stay in school if you can afford private school send them to private school they should probably be in church you know in and you got to stay in them and limit their screen times and have parental guidance on the screen because these kids I mean these girls don't know they're like 14 I think girls don't know and they're like my age and they still don't know some of them are kind of silent they're just like asleep like bimbos yeah you have no idea what's going on in this world like you don't have standards you don't have morals you don't know what you're looking for all you're wanting to do and it's just I'm t- I, I think a lot of it is the music that they listen to oh yeah and all the friends that they kick it with they're all like not trying like I said earlier misery loves company and these girls are like let's just get dolled up and let's just go out this weekend and get drunk all weekend and whatever and like I, it's just like a weird day it's like their little kick that they get too it's, it's well yeah let's have girls night and then yeah. they go out and the uber guy kidnaps her or they don't somebody doesn't check and make sure they got home or mm-hmm. or whatever it is and most of the time like when i go out i go out alone or if i go out with somebody i i send them a text right away as soon as i get home yeah that's it hey i'm home see ya yeah. <laughs> hell i do that and i go running yeah <laughs> i'll text somebody hey i'm going running and then I'm like, if I don't text you back in about an hour, hour and a half, you need to go look for my uh, location because yeah. I'm, I'm, because I go in the woods and stuff like, you know, it's just right. Like, I'm gone. <laughs> put a, put an air tag in your sneaker. Yeah. I mean, there, I men put, are doing that too. I actually put an air tag in my shorts, so we're good. I yeah. have like two ways. That I'm, I'm covered. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and these I'm guys. Covered. Well, now not. So <laughs> yeah. Do you hear me? So. Yeah. So I mean, I think. Um, I don't know. Well, I found out a lot of stuff from listening to podcasts too, especially about those escorts and mm-hmm. about money and uh, financial building and things like that. I listen to a lot of that stuff online, and that's how you know I could easily go into bed page and pull an ad up and tell you, okay, if an ad is telling you we take yen, uh, you know, uh, Dubai money, uh dollars and bitcoin and all that who 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 is funding that and also bed page you can't put an ad up anymore unless you use bitcoin Mm -hmm. so there's that tied in there too it used to be you could just drop five dollars like a craigslist ad and everybody kind of moved from craigslist i don't know what you know because they took out the dating section they took out the erotic section they took out everything so but there's massage girls that are embedded in different categories like they might be in the farming garden or they might be in the <laughs> the health and beauty or the wellness. That's They're crazy. everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. And the language is all messed up in the ad and everything. So when the girl is skimpily dressed and says, I'll give you a good rub down and all this and that, you know, yeah. Are they taking money away from the rest of us? Mm, probably not because I mean, she's obviously going to give them something that I'm not going to give. So mm-hmm. have at it, bud, you know, but who knows where she's at uh if she's in an apartment or if that some of those apartments are made or, or rented out just for this mm-hmm, purpose exactly what do they call trap houses yeah or? well trap houses are different well, that's for drugs i know what trap house yeah <laughs> trap i saw it's so funny why they call it the trap because i don't i don't know if a lot of people know why they call it the trap 
but it's because it's once you get caught and you get incarcerated for drugs or whatever, right. you have to go back into that because you can't, you're a felon now, you can't get a job, and that's why it's called the trap. That's why right. they call it a trap house. It's like, in my estimation, that's why I call it a trap. It makes sense to me when I hear it because it's like, yeah, it's a trap, bro. Like, you're just, you're not going to get out of it. Right. Yeah, you're, you're caught. Like you're. Or you're not going to get out of the house itself. No. So you don't ever get nervous? You don't ever get scared? Or like just no. leery about? Because um... I feel like I know what to do. Okay. You know what I mean? Like if you come to me and you're cool and everything and, and then all of a sudden you get squirrely or whatever, mm -hmm. well, it depends. <laughs> depends. <laughs> hey, on you never know. There's some people that are real calm, cool, collective their whole entire life and then you catch them on that one time and they're just like, they flip. Right. And it's just like, hey, like if somebody gives me a bad vibe over the phone, usually it's over the phone first, like a text or a call. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to book them. And most of the people I see now, they're, they've been coming to see me regularly for like two years. Okay. So every now and then I'll see a new person and I'll test them. You know, I had a new guy and I'm like, yeah, he, he sounds kind of young, but his language is put together. He wasn't young. He's like 42. And so he comes in, he's really nice and, you know, didn't give me any problems. Every now and then I'll throw a little, a little thing out to see, you know, it's like, oh, your wife's in town. How's she doing? Oh, she's good. You know, he talks about her a lot. Mm. So he's not, Chris isn't going to do green, anything. Green flag. Yeah, he's not going to do anything. Yeah. Good for him. Uh, I mean, I'll even say, oh, you're, you look like you got a fresh wow. pedicure going on he here. He wants a massage. He just what wants a massage. What are the odds? From a massage therapist. And he tips well. What and, do you know? And he he never misses a session. <laughs> and shake your hand and thank you very much. See you next give week. Give me your money and I'll see you in two weeks. <laughs> Wow. I thought that's how it's supposed to work. <laughs> well, you know, and I got a few women that come and a few guys. They don't give me any problems. Mm -hmm. You know, I stay consistent. I don't switch it up on them. I don't give you like, you know, the same really good massage for six months. And then all of a sudden I'm doing something else and like, yeah. you know, because you're going to get mad at me. So I do the exact same thing. Just the same thing that I get when I go to massage. I want the same chick to do the same thing. Mm -hmm. to Give me whatever you gave me last time. Okay. And yeah. I ask him, do you want the same thing? Yeah, just give me the same old thing. Man, I don't... Yeah, that's a lot. I, uh, it just bothers me. Like, men bother me. I think They it, bother me, too. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Men bother me, dude. And, and, and you know, women, too. With the, Especially young women. God bless Americas, but it's it's uh I think a lot of it starts with men, you know it's like because it sucks that you know if a girl does know that a guy's cheating and he she can't do much because he's a provider it's like right. almost like pinning them and it's like well what are you gonna do about it? it's so unhealthy I mean what are you gonna do you're gonna leave you can't you're gonna leave and you got four kids and one, another one you know come on and it's like. It's almost like if you're going to do your dirty, uh, how many guys drop dead and they got another family somewhere else? Shoot, I don't know. All the time. Yeah. I'm sure it happens all the time. They're like people coming out of the woodwork, you know, half kids, half siblings, or they do those DNA tests and they find out that they're adopted. You know, there's lies everywhere. Everybody's lying about everything. And instead of just being straightforward and like, hey, like you low key getting on my nerves, like, can we take a break or whatever the deal is? Yeah, I think somebody listening to this would think like, oh man, you know, because it's not talking about, you know, it's like swingers and, and cheating and sex and therapy. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, seems a little like daunting to the ears, but it's like, no man, this stuff actually, it does happen. People aren't being truthful right. in relationships. And I think that's what, that's what I like to center the, my show about is like, Dude, start being honest with yourself first and then go be honest with other people. If you can't be honest to yourself, then you're just going to you're going to wreck everything. You're going to live a lie. And and what shines in the dark will come to light, buddy. It does. It does. you can hide it for as long as you want, but it's going to eat and eat and eat at you and then it comes to light. It, well, you it just know, will. part of my uh background was like that too. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, god you know, I've done some pretty shady stuff, you know, or mm -hmm. man, you know, I'm like, no guy's ever going to want to be with me. And I'm like, you know what? Does it matter? At the end of the day, does it matter? Are any of these people 
paying any of your bills that and i've always said that to girls that were subordinate to me while i was active duty i'm like look if this doesn't pay your bills it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if if this does not if it's not going to matter in five years like you know what i mean like you got to keep your relationships together because those do matter and it's like okay are you gonna you're gonna want to split up with somebody or you want to now you got to go find another place to live. Now you got to put your kids in another school, you know, this and mm-hmm. that. All this stuff, all the stuff that comes from lying is just never good. Mm-hmm. So how, if you if there's question, have an open relationship. Go to a swing club now and then and check it out. It's not, I promise it's not what everybody thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And just go and check it out. And then you might spice it back up or, or get out of town. I have no idea. I'm not married and I don't have kids, so I don't know how to keep <laughs> relationships together. Do you think that would? Do you think that would help? What, if I got married? No, going oh. to a swingers club. Oh, I, I 100% know it helps. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> people go there and they tell me. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And they'll say, oh, we like to come. and just we've been. Mar- There's a ton of people that have been married 20 years and up mm-hmm. that are in there. Crazy. We've been together. 24 years we just like to have a little fun you know and they bring it's bring your own beer you bring whatever you want in there Mm -hmm. and they set up their shots or their drinks or whatever and most people are there for kind of voyeurism but i guarantee you they're gonna spice it up Mm -hmm. back at the house okay or at a hotel or Mm -hmm. in a side room somewhere yeah i don't think i could do that i don't know i'm just different (laughs) i'm different i don't think i could do it i i haven't I'm obviously not married, but it's just like, I think even if I did, it's just like, I think, I think that's probably why I am single. Um, I had a friend the other day ask me, she was like, uh, she's like, why are you single or whatever? And I was like, cause it's just, I just like, I think I'm too honest about, not even too honest. I'm just really honest. I'm very honest with you and I'm very like straightforward. And a lot of people don't know how to take that, you know, and, and a lot, a lot of people know how to take support from somebody. Like when somebody's like trying to support you and always wanting you to do better and like talk to you and really get to know your life. And that's the problem, I think, is like when a guy's trying to know like, hey, how was your day? What was going on with this? What was going on with that? After a while, when you don't like it, it's like, oh, now you're being toxic. You're being overbearing. You're asking too much. You're doing too much. And it's like, okay, where the hell is the line at then? Because I'm interested in your life, but now you want me to die off a little bit. But now that I'm dying off and giving what you want, now you want the opposite. You want me to come back because like, I don't give it's you enough. Much. And it's like, yeah, it's like, you can't what, do that. it's like, what the hell? So it's like, well, then if some, it's like, I think it's, you got to be honest with people. And it's going to hurt, but you have to, you, you have to. It's the best policy. Honest with yourself first and then be honest with other people. Why, the, why do you laugh? The best policy is to have separate places to live <laughs> or separate bedrooms. <laughs> Really? Right. So you could have all your stuff in your room and they can have all their stuff in there and you meet in the middle, you know, or whatever, or because it it creates enough space that you're not like smothered and hovered over all the time. I know some people that do that. And if the shit hits the fan, guess what? It's an even split. Yeah. I know some people that have done that. I've heard, I know actually like two, two people, like two, uh, and they say it works. Uh, well, no, they ended up (laughs) one of them ended up divorcing and but they did it for years and i was always curious it felt so it just sounded so like not good i don't know why well because we're conditioned that when you're with somebody you're supposed to be in the same space yeah and that's another thing too like i don't like that whole i mean eventually i think i like the whole thing of like if you get with somebody i do what i do and i'm gonna continue doing what i do as long as it's healthy I just want you to come along with me and I come along with you and we enjoy life but being our own people this and then eventually you mesh out to being like similar in some ways like it just happens naturally because you are who you hang around so you pick up their qualities they pick up yours they pick up your good habits or bad habits whatever vice versa but I think it's like a it's like an expectations thing I think people aren't they're not open to be like hey what do you want what do you expect what are you wanting out of life well, they don't know. They don't know. Because they've never talked. To, they've never asked themselves. But then you meet somebody who does know what the hell they want. And then if you don't know what you want and you like them, then now they're pretty much telling you what you want and what you need. Right. It's, it's like you better figure it out. Like as I try to tell people, figure out who the hell you are, figure out what you're wanting. Um, and even if you kind of don't just, you know, at least know what you don't want. 
Right. Then that'll tell you what you do want. Keep doing whatever works. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, then clearly something you need to change. I don't know how many times I've said, this is not working. Mm -hmm. But this is working. X, Y, and Z is working. My webpage is working. My Google is working. How do I know? Because people call me. Mm -hmm. How did you find me? Oh, uh, Google. Massage near me. I mm -hmm. mean, people are coming up the main highway and I pop up. You know, that's how they find me. Or... Mm. So your web works, your referrals work, your, oh, that works. If it's not work, what is not working? Oh, my location sucks. My building manager sucks. How do I change it? Well, I'm, I need to get out of here and find something else. Okay. And you find something else. But I don't want to hear people complain and then they don't fix it. I, 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 I can't deal with that. Like, if you know there's a problem and this is not working, what are you doing to change it? And how long are you going to take to change it? I mean, I don't want to hear about this for six months and you have done absolutely nothing to fix it. No, you know what people do instead? They complain. And they go venture, a misery loves company. Yeah. They go find some other people that are complaining too. And those people are telling them, yeah, you're doing right. You're doing good. Just it'll whatever. And they're like, no, because they're, they're low off in their life too. They're upset with themselves. And they're like, they don't, why would somebody who's, you got to go talk to somebody who's already like experienced it and who's like wants the best for you. And sometimes it's nobody. Sometimes it's no one. Sometimes it's hard to find some because people are just going to give you their opinion of what they think. And right. you don't know where the hell you're catching them at throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the time, throughout the month. If they're in a down season right now in their life, they're not going to give you any pot. They don't even want to hear your positive stuff or what you're trying to to do or relationship advice or personal advice it's like sometimes you actually just have to dig down within yourself and be like what do i want minus everybody else what's going to make me happy what am i looking for and then you do that right and but so the problem though i think is the decision making mm -hmm. so if i know so let's say i have this list of things i want to do start a podcast do this do that right so i make that list and then i do it like yeah. it took me a couple of months to be like, okay, I think I'm going to start working on this list now. But this podcast was like a huge stinky dink because I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know how to get paid. I didn't know how to like, oh my God, how, who do I share this with? Because you got to have a certain amount of listeners for the money to start trickling. Yeah. So then you have to really let your guard down and say, hey, I started this podcast. Mm -hmm. You might enjoy it. I'm just letting you know it's kind of racy and whatever mm -hmm. and so people started listening listening and then i sent it <laughs> because there was like a family reunion that mm -hmm. i wasn't going to and you know my family's kind of on the dick side so i'm like you know what i think i'm just gonna ruin the trip for everybody and i sent them all the link <laughs> and so they started listening to it they're like what is this stuff and i'm like this is the truth mm -hmm. and so my podcast is an autobiography of me right and this story mm -hmm. will never end you write a book there's always an end to the story that when you have a podcast the story never ends no. it just keeps on going and going it does. and if something happens to you oh well it's online yeah. and <laughs> it, it never goes away yeah and so the decision making has to for me it has to be swift and quick like okay uh, let's say i'm gonna sell my house boom call somebody i want to sell my house uh okay well, mm -hmm. we're gonna come over and take a look, and we're gonna list it, and exactly. boom, gone. I did. That was my first house. I didn't think twice. I just sold it. Yeah, I agree with that. I 100% agree. I'm reading a book, and it talks about uh, having urgency, doing things uh, with intensity and urgency. Right, with you, a purpose. That's what you're doing with the right. purpose, because too many people are like, "Yeah, I want this in my life, and I want to be that," and then they just let it linger and linger. It's like, bro, if you really wanted it that bad. You would just go do it. But instead, you like hearing yourself. You like hearing this, like, you like the attention. You like all these things. It's like, dude, go do it. Just There's get comfortability it. with mediocrity. There, mm -hmm. Uncomfortable yeah. with being middle of the road. Well, I'm not. When I was in massage school, I'm like, I'm going to beat every one of you in this exam. I'm going to be the best therapist out there. You know, of course, they didn't know I had a little background anyway but i was in there i'm like i'm not flunking this exam i'm gonna and i kept telling myself that like hey study four four months out study 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 because i'm not about to be that chick that they're talking about yeah. you know that was gung-ho in the front row the whole time and i flunked the test on the first walk like that's not happening here so just go 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 and if it sucks you you work somewhere and it sucks i tell them hey this place sucks or like the communication seems to be a little 
uh, poor around here. Like, what's the deal? You know, and of course, if, if you see a flag, the whole place is a shit show. And the, the best for me is to just work for myself because I cannot, I have no patience. After being in the military, I have no patience. I think even the ways you, maybe the way you grew up too, it seems like that has like something to do with it. Like it just well, molds you into who you kind of are. So I'll recommend the birth order book. I forget the name of the doctor that wrote it, but it's very good. You can kind of pick through it to see what it goes over. Adopted, foster kids, uh, stepkids, regular, you know, family. But it's all about where you fit in the the pecking order. And I always thought I was a middle child, but by I'm, I'm not. I'm a firstborn by gender. So first female has the same characteristics as a first regular firstborn, whether it's a male or female. So the leadership quality started early based on where I came in the chop line. I'm a firstborn too. Mm -hmm. It's like that. It's like that. There's like this whole thing of like an oldest needs to get with like a, a youngest child uh, uh -huh. because, you know, they like right. to be led and take care of. Right. And then you don't want an oldest and the oldest together nope. because they butt heads because they're too busy trying to lead and do their own things right. and they want to be alone. Like there's like a whole like science you have two alphas behind it. Mm -hmm. if you have like a firstborn and a firstborn and no, what hey but guess what my dad's a firstborn lonely only my mom's a firstborn they got married like really uh my <laughs> my brother oldest brother obviously and then mm -hmm. me so there's four firstborns in the same family wow. like imagine all of us like probably don't get along too well yeah it's like and i'm i'm kind of the black sheep too but the black sheep they say is the most honest so there's an outlier to everything. Right. Seriously. I yeah. like to be the outlier. And I'm just over here like... I like to shock people. Oh, yeah. Like, I want to prove you wrong. That's why I, I like being the guy that I am because I like to prove everybody wrong. Like, it's like when they hear, like, you don't like doing that. You're like this. You're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. I don't agree with that. I think that's actually tainting whatever the hell it is that you're doing. You need to cut it out. And it sounds weird, but it's just like, that's the way I live. If you live the way you live, Cool. Like every, that's, that's, they think every, I'm weird. I've had somebody say, yeah. you eat weird food. And I'm like, I don't come to your house and, and say that you eat weird food when you're frying or chicken fried steak and whatever <laughs> it is you're doing. Yeah. You're saying I eat weird because I put kimchi on my rice and my seaweed. I think you forgot that I lived in Asia for five years. Nice. Shocker. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. You know, my, uh, my house is not decorated really. And it's like, I've had people like, oh my God, wait a minute. I'm not like you. And I've always known that I'm nothing like the rest. And it's like, instead of thinking there's something wrong with me, it's like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. And you're definitely unique and set out from everybody else. And once I was able to get the bag secured and healthcare, you know, all my VA stuff taken care of, mm -hmm. then it doesn't matter what everybody else says. Because I'm still getting paid. And these people don't control how much money I roll in, you know, doing massage therapy or anything else. And so they can say whatever they want. Because at the end of the day, I'm still making, you know, 80 and 100 and something an hour every time I do a session with no complaints and rebooks. And so stick it, you know. <laughs> I'm doing it my way. Yeah, as you should. <laughs> it's an American way. I have my... Uh, <laughs> instructor certification and license too so you know every now and then i'll try to apply for jobs just as a joke mm -hmm. and they'll say oh my god you have this instructor license mm -hmm. um what do you plan on doing with that and i'm like oh it, it, that was on my list too to get that license and so um i just went and got it because it was on that list that i wanted to accomplish because my instructor told me oh well you know you need x amount of years before they'll let you and this and that like she won't i think she said like two or three years and it's not it's one hmm. it's one year of a, of a regular license with 500 massage hours and i and chair massage counts and i pulled out my book i had my old uh planner i had well over i had plenty of hours uh logged in and i'm like why is she lying to me like that because she was gatekeeping and didn't want me to go get that license hmm. in your own field sounds, people are gatekeeping Sounds about right. Yeah, and I'm. Just I think like, in people's own families and stuff, people gatekeep. Oh yeah, and everything. Like they, there's gatekeepers everywhere, and that's why it's good to have that mentality of like, hey, I'm gonna get this done regardless of who's around, right? Who says anything? It doesn't matter. I'm gonna do it, right? And we're this is what I want to do in my life, right? And we're gonna get it done. 
So just keep pushing. I don't know what I'm going to do with this podcast, but I guess I'll keep it for now because. <laughs> yeah. One thing that touches my heart more than anything of all the cheating and all that stuff is uh, is uh, the sex trafficking. I think that's just so sad. I, I like, and you're not going to stop it, but it's a huge thing right now. Those harvesting organs oh, and yeah. uh, sex trafficking right now is a big thing that's like starting to become, come to the light. And it's like, dude, what the hell? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not, it's just it's out there and it's around it's it's, it's everywhere it's i mean crazy. there's pervs in the school they're they're at the principal uh you know there's all kinds of stuff going on but the best you could do is teach your kids like you know stranger danger whatever you, i don't know what get involved in their life right yeah i had a friend on uh he was talking about stop being a friend to your kids and start being a parent right to your children it's like yeah i mean who cares what the other parents are going to think? Like, wow, that parent's real strict on it. I was like, yeah, at least my kid's on point of what the hell to expect in this world. Because the world's going to come at them regardless. Are they going to be ready? Are they going to be prepared or not? Because either way, they're going to wake up one day. Well, and kids, I got into a little discussion on Reddit about mm. somebody was complaining that the school was asking for like a $3 fee for like dress up day or something. And they were complaining. And so mm -hmm. everybody's like, Oh, all the fees and taxes and school and this, and this and that. And I'm like, why does it matter of a, well, what about the people that can't pay and this and that? I'm like, well, when you have a child and you take on that responsibility, but the argument was, is that they wanted their kid to fit in and that's mm -hmm. why they f went along with it. And it said, well, okay, if you really disagree on a $10 movie day at school, I, I mean, hold your kid out of school and take him to a matinee instead. Or, or if you want to rebel against, like, the fundraising, do something else. But instead of complain about it, so they complain about it, but they don't want their kid feeling left out, so they go mm. along with it. So That's yeah. groupthink, though. Right. So now That's you're, a sign of groupthink. Like you, know, I, you know what groupthink is? Like, like, like just because the masses are doing it, I'm going to do it, too. Right. Like, I don't want to say nothing. I don't want to be, like, ousted. I don't want to be, so I'm so just going to agree with it, too. Yeah, but I, mm -hmm. and then they'll silently say, "Well, I don't agree with it." But that's I'm the problem here. with that's the problem with us nowadays, like our generation especially. Oh, it's such group think about everything. I think about the sheeple. There you go, pretty much. <laughs> I have a problem with that <laughs> that that thing that that saying sheep uh, she, sheeple sheeple. Well, sheep. You know how they say like, "Oh, you're a bunch of sheep." I'm a wolf. I'm a lion. Whatever. Right. It's like. When you take it into like religious terms, I have an issue with it. But the, I get what they're saying, right? Because like you know. In, in, in religion Because we are the sheep. We are the sheep, right? So it's like, well, I am a sheep, though. Well, I'm, and me, I got this tatted on me. I'm a sheep dog. So it's like I protect our sheep. I right. protect us from the wolves. That's why I'm trying to, like, yeah, this stuff is happening. Go listen to some true stuff, you know, on your podcast and hear the truth. It's not going to sound pretty, but the truth isn't really ever pretty. But be aware of, like, this is what's going on. Uh, but there, it takes people, you know, like, I would say us to shine some light on the truth, if not shine all the light on the truth, because it needs to be exposed. Like, tired of all this stuff going on. I'm, what is your irritating. husband really doing when he's walking his dog? Get into your husband's life. Like, get get into your people's lives. Like, literally, get into their lives. And if they don't want you to come into their lives, it's because they're hiding something. <laughs> Seriously, like it's like well, and, and and that's a damn shame because it's like maybe they're trying to save you from something. Right, and he, maybe they are. I mean, for yeah. so many years, I was like, I feel really bad about you know some things I've done, and then in the dating field, I'm like, oh, you're a felon, perfect, <laughs> because <laughs> that's how it works, though. It makes me feel, feel like yeah. way less is bad if somebody's done a couple of years. Right. That's oh, not... you've done one, two, ten, fifty. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> how many people? Uh, but that's how it is. People, uh, it starts setting your standards for yourself, and then you, you're like, you're just trying to feel good about what you've done because you compare. It's like, all right, well, our comparisons to what we've done in life work out. And it's like, no, what's past is past. Right. As long as you've acknowledged it, you live with it, and you're like, hey, you, like you, my mom always like you own it. Right. And it's like, all right, now what do I want? What do I expect? And I deserve everything, and I'm ready to be that. I've learned my lessons, and everybody has, everybody has a messed up past. Everybody does. Right. And if you don't think you do. Go to a church because you need to go get blessed and prayed on. Seriously. Sit in the front. <laughs> sit in the front. Yeah, because it's <laughs> you got problems already. But everybody has a messed up past, and you don't ever hold it against somebody for their past because as soon as you start pointing the finger, point it back at yourself and start asking yourself. And then if 
you know, move on with that and, and start live. Like, how are we going to build on that? How are we going to help each other out with this past trauma, these, these issues, these things? Like, let's start truly getting into each other's life. Everybody, I think, in life is so surface level with everybody. They need to get into the depths, get out of the shallow, get into the depths of like, man, what is this person like? You should be able to answer a question for them if they weren't there. Like, right. if they're not there, how would this person at, react and act in this situation? Oh, I know exactly how they would. Some people don't. You know, some pe it's just like I wish people would get, even if for their children, you should know what your kid is dealing with in school. Because when your kid comes home, and um, one thing I had a friend, I have a friend of mine, his daughter, I think a year ago or so, she came home and she's like, uh, or he said that she's starting to say, I think it was either say a word or hit. I can't remember if she was hitting, like just hit, or she would say a word. Uh, I forget what word it is, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't a bad word, but it was just like a, a word that they don't usually use or say around the house. I'm like, where the hell is she getting that from? Boom, daycare. But if you're involved in your kid's life and you're raising them, then you could like pinpoint like, all right, now you go address that at the school and the day, like, hey, what's going on here? Why is my kid hitting? at home and he she never hits or he never hits so what's going on here or they're picking up slang or they're from picking the, up from music and stuff like you said yeah exactly uh, it's well like that yeah. um i tell my brother my brother lives in a rural town uh -huh. and i'm like do you know what that is and he's like no you know i mean well what is it they throw the the hand up to here I think that's a drug sign. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, uh, it's like I think. When it's, they go, uh, sheesh. Uh, no, no, I, I, dude, I don't get in. But I think I know. Uh, one of them says I'm sounds so ridiculous. I know it's like ice in the veins. Or it's just yes. like it's like cold. It's like it's like damn. Like, but what is a street word for ice? I, dude, cold? their jargon is ridiculous. Like they'll say stuff, and I'm just like, oh, that's way over my head. But it gets like it's a trend. Like when the dab thing was out, and yeah. the little football, you know, all the kids are doing the dab thing, and then they're doing this, they're doing that. I tell my brother, and I'm like, bro, you need to get on TikTok and <laughs> type that in or get on Urban Dictionary and see what that really means. Because yeah. even though your kids are in a rural area, they're picking that up from somewhere. Yeah. No, they are. It's, But if you're not involved in their life, then you don't know. Well, he's involved. He's just clueless. <laughs> I don't like TikTok. They're a, they're a little wholesome over there. Yeah. I, I don't like TikTok. I think too many people get information from like TikTok and like. I've learned a lot on TikTok. Everybody does. They learn more in TikTok than they do in school. Well, and Facebook is out. Yeah. Facebook is for grandmas. Pretty much. And Instagram is for, I don't know. I like I, Instagram. I, that's the younger crowd. Yeah. I like Instagram. I don't know. Maybe there's a certain generation. I like Instagram, but I do need to get on TikTok because. It's, it's I got a client off of TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could have been a good client if he didn't want to cheat so much. Yeah. <laughs> TikTok. I, I think you said something earlier. It's coming. It's been staying in my head. Is uh, they need to put their kids into like a private school or to like a church or something, right? Like, to prevent these things. Because I think people who are already old, like like just older, like eighteen. Well, not eighteen, but like my age and up, pretty much you're pretty much doing what you want to do with your life because either somebody, the people around you are enabling you and they're just like, yeah, you know, keep doing, living your life, whatever. But you haven't had somebody real in your family be like, nah, man, I could tell you're not happy. Right. I could hear it in your voice. I could see it in your everything. You're not happy. Change. Right. And I'll support you with that change. Like, but that doesn't happen. You know, like I think there's, but it's just like, okay, for these generations to come, it's going to be very important. You know, these kids coming up of like, so they don't go into this. So they are aware of their surroundings. So they don't get traffic. So they don't go to these, these things that they, they're able to have honest com communication. You like have an honest communication with them while you're raising them. So that when they get with someone, they know like, damn, when I grew up, my parents always made me talk. So when you get with your wife or your husband, it's like, we got to talk. I'm used to that. We have to do this. Like, it's gotta be, a, you know, like social media, they say it, it, um, it made us closer to everybody else, right? right? But it took us away from exactly. the people around us. And it's just like... Everybody's man. got a face in the phone. And they don't know nothing about the person next to them. It's sad. It's just, it's just a lot. It's just sad what's going on in the world. It's like, you need to... Or even our neighbors. Yeah, I love my neighbors. They... <laughs> They're cool, man. I'm always watching mine. Yeah. I don't trust any of them. I'm sure they watch me. 
I'm always running or doing something. I'm always like, hmm, that camera's new. Hmm. <laughs> when did they put that up? Let me go ahead and close these. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah. I was like, oh, oh, I think I see another camera on the other side of the fence. Oh, let me go check in the backyard. Okay, there's only one. Yeah, funny. It goes by the pool. Okay, cool. This one goes by the gate. Okay, cool. So I made sure I put a lock on my gate right there and mm. whatever. I think the truck is a little too nice for the neighborhood. <laughs> it doesn't match the the hood. <laughs> like an eighty thousand dollar truck, and I'm like, Whoa. man, to each his own. Oh, like, eh, yeah, have fun over there. <laughs> to each his own. Um, cool. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Okay, sounds yeah, great. Thanks for having good. me. No, for sure. Thank you for coming on. If uh, so, y'all can find. Uh, so, what uh, platforms are you on? I'm it's, on. Apple, Amazon, Spotify. Oh, what else? Wait, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, the web, uh, the, the podcast is called Dirty Secrets of Massage. The handle is Ava Smith. And each clip is fairly short, like 15 minutes or less. So every now and then there's some that are a little longer. Mm-hmm. And they each, they're not, it, they don't put them in order that I put them up for whatever reason. They're kind of scrambled. Okay. But it doesn't need to be in a sequence, really. So, okay. cool. Uh, who is Ava is like the raw, down and dirty of the before massage. Yeah. So, like, how I got into this and how, I, and where I've been and some of the underground things that I've seen, it's in there. So, who is Ava is like my, for me is my best podcast that I've done mm-hmm. because I got real comfortable and just telling my story. You're vulnerable. All right. Yeah, it's you're being raw, vulnerable. But pretty it's good. <laughs> That's how it's, yeah. Everybody loves some stuff like that. Right. And there's some mental sure. health stuff in there too somewhere, you know, so I try to, awesome. you know, kind of mix it up a little bit, but at the same mm-hmm. time, so. Check it out. Check it out. Who is Ava? That's Check me. it out. Just to get to know her. And then from there, subscribe and start listening right that's right thank you for my first collab you're welcome thank you for having me i had a great time for sure absolutely thank y'all for watching and uh love yourself so that you can go love someone else appreciate it cool thank you